0: Well, those were the sounds of Astoria, Oregon. And if you've ever been to Astoria, you'll know that it's right on the water there. And you're listening to Classic Movie Reviews, and you can find us on the internet at classicmoviereviews.net and on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash classicmoviereviews. And this is a special bonus episode for patrons at tier two and three. And it's an episode where we're going to talk about Astoria, Oregon and the Oregon Film Museum and just kind of things that have happened in and around that area. And I'm Matt Johnson and I'm coming to you from rainy North Bend and we're under another flood watch again today. Oh no.
1: Well, we could use some rain down here. Send it our way. This this is uh, Bob Johnson in Los Angeles welcoming everybody back to classic movie reviews, and our uh, visit to, tour of, and discussion of Astoria, Oregon. And actually, after uh, many trips there, uh, Nancy and I have fallen in love with Astoria. Uh, We went there in uh, 2014 on our honeymoon. And uh, Matt, you may not remember this, but you and I and Ben were there years ago, back in the 80s on a couple of different occasions. One time I think uh, your cousin was visiting and we went to that area. <clears throat> but um, there, are, there are places in the country where films have been made in, in the hundreds. Uh, some that I can think of are Lone Pine and Bishop here in California where six to 800 films and, and shows have been made. Now that's a big spot for making commercials If anybody watches TV and sees a Jeep commercial in the desert or in the mountains, that's generally where they've filmed that commercial. Another one is uh, Southern Utah. Our friends uh, Don and Lynn have a place in St. George, Utah, and not far from there, there's an area where John Ford filmed a lot of Westerns, and I think Don said there's over 250 to 300 films that were made there and then we come to astoria oregon and um, and uh, the the many films that have been made there but also around oregon as well so this is kind of a virtual tour
0: it's a virtual virtual tour i
1: could i can smell the salt water already
0: one of the things that you mentioned are locations other than astoria uh, but There's a neat thing on the website for the Oregon Film Museum, which is oregonfilmmuseum.com, and they say, this is a quote, Why Oregon? Our unique landscapes allow filmmakers to use Oregon as a backdrop for just about anywhere. We've been the desert, the mountains, river, and the sea. Sometimes we're California, Georgia, and a South Pacific island. And it's true, having driven all over Oregon, it's, it's... it is weird, like, you, you can go to the coast and you feel like, yeah, you're, you're just right there on the ocean and it could be really anywhere on the, the west coast. And then you get to eastern Oregon and you feel like you're out in the desert. So it's... I
1: know, and there are areas like in the central part of the state that remind me of Idaho, Montana, and northern Wyoming.
0: Oh, totally. It's like a it's like a scene out of a western, you know, you could definitely film a western around like Sister Oregon or uh, Band Oregon.
1: Well, I felt if we were going to talk about Astoria, I should give our listeners kind of a perspective on where, where it is and, and how big it is. It's a wonderful place. It's located about 95 miles northwest of Portland on a beautiful drive. There are a couple of different ways to get there. And a couple of other towns that are near Astoria are Seaside and Cannon Beach. Both of those are right on the coast. And they're about 20 to 25 miles away from Astoria. Astoria is on the Columbia River just before the Columbia River empties into the Pacific. So get a little bit of both when you're there. Uh, Astoria is about 10,000 people. The whole area is about 25,000 people. But in the summertime, it it, uh, mushrooms to a much larger larger, uh, uh, number of people.
0: Well, Seaside and Cannon Beach are really popular vacation spots. Um,
1: they are, and they're really different from each other. Seaside is more like a family-friendly, a little less expensive area, and Cannon Beach is more the upscale, uh, more expensive area. Both really nice. Yeah,
0: and they're they're both uh, all these areas are drivable f- pretty easily from Portland, Oregon, and and really not that far from from Seattle, Washington, as well. So you know, that, that whole kind of area, the Pacific Northwest, is is pretty easy to get to and drive to these different spots.
1: Just an aside, uh, in 2014, when Nancy and I were on our honeymoon, we went to Cannon Beach for the day, and we were, in the afternoon, we were about two o'clock, it was really hot, so we got ourselves an ice cream cone. We were both dressed in our traveling gear, which means <laughs> we were a bit relaxed. <laughs> we're sitting there having our ice cream, and who should walk by but a really close friend of mine, who uh, was a cha- at that time chairman of a board, uh, ch- uh, big co- for a big insurance company? He comes by with his wife. They had gotten married the same day and the same year, same in the same time that Nancy and I were married in Los Angeles. They got married in Seattle, and I thought, well, that that's karma or something. Wow! We had a nice visit. And they were, they were all dressed up, so they couldn't vibe in or the, indulge in the ice cream. But I thought, wow.
0: I want a picture of the two memory. of you in your traveling gear walking along <laughs> the beach with an ice cream cone. That's, Most that's... of it was
1: on our shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I won't mention her name to protect the innocent, but it was a real surprise. And there they are. And, and we had exactly the same wedding dates, uh, years, and everything else.
0: What is it about Astoria in particular that made you want to go there for your honeymoon?
1: Oh, um, we wanted to go someplace that was near the water in a smaller community that would provide us an opportunity to do some tourist things, but also just kind of hang out together and walk around and look look around. And so we checked out all kinds of places, Taos and Santa Fe, New Mexico, reno gosh uh i think boulder and we decided we wanted to go to astoria because it had everything we wanted i had been there before and i realized how beautiful it was nancy had never been there so off we went um
0: and they've got some great like little cafes and coffee shops oh, and restaurants yeah, and
1: yeah the ones that i used to drag you to that are what i would call funky to the point where you were like could we go somewhere else now <laughs> <Remember that? laughs> They have a, a fair number of those. I did want to give a shout-out to... Uh, I was going to give a shout-out to the Oregon, uh, the Astoria, Oregon Tourist Bureau. Um, it's a source of a lot of excellent information. You can find them at TravelAstoria.com. I'd recommend anybody that wants a wonderful trip to include that in their planning.
0: Well, I appreciate it that you took us to all those funky places. And- yeah, there were some dandies. <laughs> we should define what we mean by funky like these are the kind of places that look like they've been around for a hundred years and you go in and and they have a just a real charm and character and, and they're out of the way little places that you really don't see other than these smaller towns and especially there's a lot of them in these small towns around the pacific northwest and uh yeah, I appreciated that because now I'm dragging my kids to do those things. And yeah. <laughs> Well, the th-
1: for me, the, the criteria was um, that they'd be family-owned, they weren't a part of a large chain. Where uh, Many of those are very nice and have a, an atmosphere of their own, but I, these were all individually unique places, and uh, there are certainly many of those in Astoria. And not only have I gotten you in the habit of doing that but Fred my friend in uh south of Seattle and I made a habit of doing that on our road trips and we'd go over to Pullman for a football game or something and we always tried to find the uh the unique locations that's
0: that's also Fred though I mean he drives a Cadillac that is in pristine condition but I think it's like 25 years old you know
1: Uh, at last count he's got almost 300,000 miles on this machine (laughs) yeah he he definitely got his money's worth Uh, the uh, one of the other things that attracted us to uh, the story is that it was the wintering place for the Lewis and Clark expedition
0: oh right yeah
1: they they built a fort there they built a fort in three months and then they wintered there 1805 1806 at the Clatsop Fort and the Clatsop Name comes from a small tribe of uh, Chinook, uh, first, first peoples that were settlers in the Pacific Northwest ages and ages ago. And it's a now it's one of these places that uh, Fort Clatsop was turned into a uh, big defensive place uh, during World War II with those big cannons faced out to yeah. keep the Japanese, if they happened to invade, from, from landing. So we went there, and um, the other things that we like about it before we get into the films, and there are a lot of things to do there, there's a beautiful new Columbia River Maritime Museum uh, that's right along the Columbia River in in, uh, Astoria, easily walked to from downtown, has a maritime, uh, exhibits of maritime operations, uh, excellent programs on Coast Guard rescues, which in in themselves are frightening to watch, because the winter weather in the Pacific where the Columbia goes into the Pacific is very treacherous. And uh, that opening into the Columbia is used for a lot of ocean freighters to go up to the ports in Portland and other locations along the river. And a serious, uh, it takes a serious effort to get in there because of the weather and the currents and all so the museum is great. Then there's the uh, the Lewis and Clark Fort that I mentioned. That's about five miles from Astoria. One of, another one, our favorite, is the Flavel House. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not a pancake house. It <laughs> sounds like but one. But uh, it's it's run by the uh, the same historic um, society that runs the museum, and it was the home of a wealthy. Shipping magnet, and uh, I think he built the first home in the town. But there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of things to do. The U.S. Lightship Columbia, that's retired, a historic ship. There's a big old hotel that was built by the Astors, and then <laughs> I think Nancy's favorite not to speak for Nancy, but there's a three-mile Astoria Riverfront trolley that goes back and forth along the river. And they bought the trolley from uh, an outfit that got it from San Antonio. It was used in San Antonio in 1913. So you get on the trolley, you go to one end of the line, then you get up and you change the seat so you face the other direction. And then you go back down the trolley to the other end of the line. And it goes right along the riverfront, right by all these really great restaurants and uh, coffee shops and and stores and all that. And then one last one, for now anyway, is the River Sea Gallery, which is right on the main street in downtown Astoria. A really, really well done, excellent art gallery with a whole range of of beautiful paintings and photography. So it's a a walkable city which, as you know, I love uh, that's what I loved about North Bend. You could walk everywhere.
0: It has a real like I don't know, Pacific Northwest flavor to it when you're there. It just feels like you're really close to the, well, you're on the Columbia River, and I, and if I remember correctly, you, you look, kind of look out, and you can basically see the ocean as it kind of is emptying out into the, because um, it's, what it's, it's, I don't know if you can actually see the ocean, but it, it's like so far across to the other side at one point when you're looking out a certain direction that it feels like you're looking out at the ocean.
1: Well, from the roof of the Hotel Elliot, where we stayed a couple of times, you can see the ocean where the river runs into it. And if you'll remember the photographs I sent from our last trip there, the basement of the Elliot Hotel is redone in the Casablanca movie motif. Oh, yeah. So we get to the heart of our beauty of Astoria. It's all the films.
0: The, the most well-known one for sure is The Goonies uh, from Steven Spielberg and... Uh, Richard Donner
2: Chester Copperpot don't you guys see don't you realize he was a pro he never made it this far Look how far we've come we've got a chance chance at what mikey
0: getting killed look if we keep going someone's really gonna get hurt maybe dead besides we gotta get to the police
2: maybe chunk already got to the police maybe chunk is dead don't say that never say that Goonies never say die.
0: There's a lot of Goonies memorabilia around town and especially at the museum, right? Because that's kind of the most well-known film. But then we've also got Free Willy, which was uh, filmed in and around Astoria. Do it. Do it. Now come on, Willy. I know you
2: can do it, boy. I know you can jump this wall. Come on, I believe in you, Willie. You can do it. You can be free. Come on. You can
0: jump it. One of my favorite movies, Kindergarten Cop with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes.
2: (laughs) First day? Yes. I'll take care of her. Thank you. You know, kindergarten is like the ocean. You don't want to turn your back on it. Oh, they're okay. Okay. Don't worry, everything is under control. No. Monsters! What
1: are you doing with this?
2: Aren't you going to break it up? No, two more days of this, and you'll quit. Shut up! Shut up! Shut
0: up! Shut up!
1: Yes, my my ideal choice for a kindergarten teacher.
0: Yeah, Arnold sorts of And we've
1: <laughs> we've driven by the uh the school where they filmed the out, uh, exterior scenes for that movie. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah, that the list of films is is amazing, but I, I wanted to mention one other aspect of Astoria and that is that museum, the Clatsop. Before we really get into the detail, the the Oregon Film Museum is located in a retired former county jail that alone makes it funky in my (laughs) my world and they had their biggest year they just opened in 2010 but their biggest crowds were when they had a big goonie goonies film festival Mm -hmm. i remember that it was just overwhelming (laughs) so anyhow it's a beautiful town and it's a walkable it really is a piece of, of the Northwest that's
0: been restored, but it hasn't been overly commercialized. I think it's far I think it's far enough out and it it, it sort of has resisted some of that commercialization, thankfully. Um, but that that museum is funny too because they've got the original Jeep from the Goonies out front and then, when you go in, there's a ton of Goonies memorabilia, and as well as from other movies. And then they've got some interactive displays where you can put yourself yes. in a movie. And one of the movies that was filmed not too far from there was The Shining. Some scenes were, were filmed uh, in Oregon, not too far from there, I think. And so they have an interactive thing where you can put your head through a door, kind of like Jack Nicholson did when he's yes. at, near the end <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> I'm home.
1: Well, did you did you uh, when you looked on the website? Did you see the photographs of the uh, tourists that are uh, holding a uh, card? It looks like they've just been they're about to be handcuffed and put in a jail cell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's it's a delightful spot, and uh, they love films in Oregon. They have a very active uh, film um, uh, outreach program through the Oregon Governor's Office of Film and Television. They really go after the business. I mean, they filmed over 400 movies in Oregon, and and a lot of them along the coast. And it's a story all the way down to Coos Bay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They do the the tax breaks and they make it easier for production crews and things. And so it, I think, and I think also like they said, the diversity of the landscape really makes it. In you know, you could go and if you had several different types of uh, landscape that you needed in your movie, you could probably get most of them in Oregon. Um, that Kevin Costner film, The Postman. Yes, was, that was, yeah. was filmed in Oregon and, and there were some, you know, some pretty desolate looking scenes in that movie. And, and yeah, you can find spots like that in Oregon for sure.
1: I did a uh, internet search and uh, I, I went after films made in Oregon and I got a list of uh, over 400, all the way going all the way back to 1908, which uh, I'd never heard of, obviously. The Fisherman's Bride. I was just
0: looking at that, yeah.
1: I <laughs> just filmed in Astoria. Can you imagine? It, that must have been a wild place, hundred what, 112 years ago.
0: The trivia on IMDb says the first film ever made in Astoria, Oregon, The Fisherman's Bride. Was made during a time when people were still being Shanghaied in that town. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that term Shanghaied is kind of racist. Basically, they were being kidnapped.
1: <laughs> yes, they they needed they needed able-bodied sea people, so they just round up a few and off they'd go.
0: And and you you'd wake up on a ship and you'd be like, well, I guess I'm doing this now.
1: The Fisherman's Bride. I don't know if that's even something that's available on YouTube or it could be found. I. I imagine, um, and I, I'm I'm afraid to say I don't know this. I don't know if it's available through the Oregon Film Museum or not. Um, the other thing in Oregon that's unique is the, they have an Oregon Film Council, which is really active also in preserving a lot of movies. And when I looked at that list of over 400, there were something like uh, almost 30 that they've... they've uh, Identified, but they're not really sure where they were filmed.
0: Huh, interesting.
1: In the earlier days, most of the films that I tracked were, were really uh, for Astoria from 1980 and uh, toward our current time. Uh, and there's a lot of them. Shall we talk a little bit about some of the films from there and around the state?
0: Yeah, we should try to talk about some of these. So... Um other films made in Astoria Short Circuit which was a fun movie from the 80s um, about a robot that comes to life kind of magically um, and then The Ring 2 which was a sequel to The Ring which is a, a super scary movie I think that was made in the 2000s
1: One of my favorites Come See the Paradise
0: Yeah, I was just going to say that yeah.
1: With, with uh, It was sort of a pre-World War II uh, romance, uh, uh, drama with... Uh,
0: Dennis Quaid, who you've seen in real life, I think, at, a, at, at in uh, Wyoming, didn't you? Uh,
1: yeah. At Chico Hot Springs. Yeah, Chico Hot Springs. In Springs. Montana, yeah. yeah. He he used to have a ranch there, and he had a band that played in the uh, Chico Hot Springs Saloon. That's funny. <laughs> <It's>, yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> Pays to get around to these remote places.
0: Tamil and Tamita starred in that as well. I think that was like a wasn't it a romance between the two of them, and it was kind of like this forbidden yes. thing.
1: Yes. And then the uh, the war, World War Two came on, and they were separated. It, it's uh, it's it's sad what what went on at that time. And one and it's a uh, it's kind of a lead in, I guess, to one of our upcoming podcasts on "Come See the Paradise." No that's not the right the farewell to manzanar farewell to manzanar, yeah. farewell to, farewell to manzanar. well I think, uh, I think
0: I think uh the goonies was the one that kind of kicked off a series of other movies that were made in that area' because uh, a lot of these were again in, starting in the mid eighties and into the nineties um, there's not too many at least in a story that were that were made before nineteen eighty uh, that I could find
1: no there there's a gap in there. One of the other things that makes Oregon a, a, a good location is there a, a fair number, a fairly a large number of trained technical people for movie production and, and uh, that helps a great deal. There's, a, there's a, uh, a supply of people that are locally proficient at their work in the film. Well, I, I, I did a list of, of uh, locations. And uh, it's, a, it's kind of a breakout that I got from that Films Made in Oregon internet search. If we start at the northeast part of Oregon, which is out around Pendleton, and I believe the Blue Mountains, uh, a movie that uh, is, is really funny and, and, and interesting. Now, Paint Your Wagon from 1969 was, was filmed there with Clint Eastwood and Lee Marvin. And there's some singing in it.
0: Oh really, Clint so, Eastwood's singing? The, I'd like to see that.
1: Uh, well, I, I I can't remember. If was, I think it's Lee Marvin that might be doing the singing. Oh, okay. But anyway, um, and a cast of many others. That was there were fifteen films in that region that have been made, and then we move way out toward the Idaho border. You've been that way many times on your way to Idaho, in Ontario. Bronco Billy. Another Clint Eastwood movie from that Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. Very fun movie, yeah. Bronco Billy. A free spirit guy there. And then we get to Medford, Eugene in the Southwest. I guess Ontario is considered Southeast. Southwest, Medford, Eugene. One of my all time favorite movies, and we haven't done it yet Animal House.
0: Yeah, why have we not done that one yet? <laughs> From 1978.
1: <laughs> and it falls it, it meets all the criteria. It was made before 1980. Yep. And it's funny and in many ways a little irreverent, especially with Dean Wormer.
2: What is the worst fraternity on this campus? That would be hard to say, sir. They're each outstanding in their own way. Cut the horseshit, son. I got their disciplinary files right here. Who dumped a whole truckload of fizzies into the swim meet? Who delivered the medical school cadavers to the alumni dinner? Every Halloween, the trees are filled with underwear, Every spring, the toilets explode. You're talking about Delta, sir. Of course I'm talking about Delta, you twerp! This year, it's going to be different. This year, we're going to grab the bull by the balls and kick those punks off campus. What do you intend to do, sir? Delta's already on probation. They are? Yes, sir. Oh. Then, as of this moment they're
1: on double secret probation. Remember, remember <laughs> Team Werber? and his double secret probation? That so that that's a that's a film that we need to add to our podcast.
0: And then on the opposite end of the comedic spectrum, not not a comedy at all, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest in 1975. I
1: know. That was filmed all over the state. Uh, well the, in the Medford Eugene area they filmed 65 films. And in Portland and around the state where One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest was made, they've done over 260 films. I had no idea there'd been that many done that in that area. I didn't either. It's amazing. But when I think about it, I've seen a lot of films that are from that area. And then uh, one from the central area, which is Bend, a beautiful area, Bend, Oregon. Rooster Cogburn from 1975 which teams up Katherine Hepburn and John Wayne Now there's a duo yeah. I think that might have been the only time they made a movie together and their political views could not have been any different from one another <laughs> Might have made for some interesting after yeah after work cocktail discussion but 20 films have been made in that area and then in, in the coastal area, Astoria, there's been about 40 movies. And the website was very clear in indicating that uh, there'd be some overlap. Like One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest was filmed in probably three or four of these regions. That's another film that we haven't reviewed. And it's it's, it's uh, very eclectic and intense. Well done. Jack Nicholson.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And Nurse Ratchet.
0: I'd be I'd be up for watching that. I you got to be in the right frame of mind to watch that movie though. It's pretty intense.
1: Yeah, I guess if I were gonna prioritize these, I'd start with Animal House, and then I'd do Rooster Cogburn, which was a follow up follow up to his movie where he plays that one-eyed sheriff that he won an Academy Award oh, for. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I can't think of it. Oh, what's the name of that? It was made later with uh, Jeff Bridges. True Grit true grit yeah this was a s- sequel to true grit and uh, a lot of it was filmed on the Deschutes River as they're rafting along or the stunt doubles are rafting along a little bit of both. <laughs> I don't think Katherine Hepburn and John Wayne went through the rapids
0: probably not so those were films that were made before 1980 at least um, and then there's well oh, no
1: th- those three were all would qualify
0: yeah yeah that's what I'm saying those, those those were all made before 1980 oh before oh I'm yeah.
1: sorry I, I, I misheard
0: so we could all we could watch some of those for the podcast um, I li- I did a quick search for the Fisherman's Bride and I don't find it anywhere available to watch it might be one of those lost uh, movies and lost in the mists of time
1: there is one uh, I believe with Buster Keaton from 19 19- 17 or 1927, The General. And that was filmed in Oregon. And I wanna mention some of the fine restaurants that we've uh, personally uh, eaten in, in Astoria. And this is just a partial list. T. Paul's Supper Club, which is right downtown across from the Hotel Elliott, a, a wonderful seafood steak place. The Bridgewater, the Bridgewater Bistro, the Bowie Beer Company—I need not explain what that's about. It's a, a microbrewery right on the river. Silver Salmon Grill, and then my favorite and Nancy's favorite for the unique and funky places that I love to go to—the Wet Dog Cafe.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that's the funny. Wet Dog. That's yeah, the wet that dog qualifies event. as as funky for sure.
1: Good old comfort food and you can sit there with the, with these big old doors open and wave at the people that go by in the trolley.
0: That's cool. So, <laughs> so it's
1: very relaxing.
0: So, yeah, So the General from 1926 is a Buster Keaton film and it, it filmed in Cottage Grove, Oregon, Eugene, Oregon, oh, yes. Mackenzie River, Oregon, Roe River, Oregon, and uh, Santa Monica, California. But a lot of filming in Oregon.
1: If we're able to locate that film, let's add that to our list. I'm going to make that note right now. 1926. Yeah. Buster Keaton is so good. Yeah, I've been to Cottage Grove. It's another.
0: Oh, the whole thing is available on YouTube.
1: Oh, it is. Okay. Well, we'll we'll be seeing that, and I have a feeling it might be a little bit of comedy. What do you think, Buster Keaton? (laughs) Wow I'm just I'm doing a
0: quick like scan through it on YouTube and yeah that definitely looks like Oregon (laughs) Pacific Northwest so I guess uh,
1: I I would leave our audience with this if you wanted to go to a place that was not overwhelming not real large not real overdeveloped where you can get out and walk around and, and and really take in the sights and sounds of which we maybe mentioned half of them. And you love the ocean and water and watch ocean ships coming up the river and good food and and friendly people. Astoria is is, uh, at the top of my list. We've even talked about having a little place there.
0: Oh, that'd be so cool. a,
1: a, a A condo or something like that. The one drawback is from about January 15th through the end of March. You got to have a really good raincoat. <laughs> Maybe even earlier than that, but you're familiar with that, right?
0: Well, yeah, I was talking with my brother-in-law, and he goes fishing for uh, tuna and other fish out uh, past the Columbia River, out into the ocean. But he oh. but he says there's certain months like like you mentioned where you can't you just can't get out there because of the influx of water from the Columbia River emptying into the ocean. It's so rough and dangerous that the size boats that they have because of where they launch they just really can't make that pass and so that area when you are there just feels like you've stepped back in time in some ways and yeah and it, it, it if you get outside even of the city which again is not very a big city you can feel like and imagine that you're standing there a hundred years ago and it feels the same and so I think it's great that way just to kind of get out into nature and, and imagine what life might have been like, you know, 100, 150 years ago.
1: Well, I remember the last time Nancy and I were there, which was in 2017, because we try to go every couple years, we went to Fort Clatsop where Lewis and Clark wintered, and it was a weekday, and it was very quiet, and it seemed as though we, we could have been there, you know, like it was 200 years before. It was so, so relaxed, and no sounds, really, and you, you can walk right out almost to the ocean. And then the other thing for those people that like wilderness, if you drive across this uh, bridge from the Oregon over to Washington, then you're in another large wilderness area in uh, southwest Washington. And the drive over the bridge in itself is an adventure. The bridge is, uh, was built in 1966. It's over four miles long. Yeah, we should Columbia put a picture River. of that
0: bridge. It's, when you're up on top oh. of it and you're looking down, you can oh. see Astoria from up on top. And it's, it's, uh, if you have it's a fear of heights, it's not a place you want to go. But uh, it's, it is a, an amazing view.
1: I would drive it any time of year except in the rainy and windy winter.
0: <laughs> so basically I'd this time of year. freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't go this time it's of year. It's
1: called the, uh, the Astoria-Megler Bridge, 4.1 miles in length. That's a beautiful uh, engineering feat. So, Astoria, Seaside and
0: Cannon Beach. Well, yeah, that was a virtual tour of Astoria, Oregon, and, and some of the sights and sounds of that area, and some of the movies that have been filmed around there, as well as other locations in Oregon. And again, this is one of those shows that's not our typical format, but it's also one of the reasons we wanted to do the Patreon, because... It, it just feels like we have a little bit more latitude in what we can do on Patreon. And, and I think it's kind of fun to just sit and talk about some of these places that we've been and things that we've seen and experienced and then be able to share that with all of our listeners. So thanks. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in and thanks for uh, all of our patrons uh, for your support.
1: And uh, our closing in closing.
0: Hello. Yes, I, that was my closing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought we
1: did that. This is Matt oh, Johnson. Oh, right, 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 right,
0: right. And coming to you from North Bend, where it's the <laughs> middle of winter and really rainy, uh, this is Matt Johnson.
1: And this is Bob Johnson saying, I left my heart in Astoria. <laughs> and uh, happy movie watching, everybody.